0: Yeah. I love the call out of you've already done the work, just like you know, capture it and processize it a little bit, make it easier for someone else to consume. I remember early on in my sales career and and even jumping into the partnership space, folks would always say to me, how do you know the answer to X or the answer to Y? And I'd always laugh and say, because so-and-so told me. And I think we all learn better through osmosis anyways, and, and watching somebody who's done the work and can speak to situational stories and give real world examples. And we all aspire to be masters in day one. Yeah. What I'm hearing you say is that you probably have those masters now. Likely you already have the experts, but working in a way that captures their knowledge and experience is the best way to take that to market and then tailoring it to your partner audience. So in that call it tailoring step, you know, do you see folks do you need to change? I'll use a crude example. Like uh, I'm a I'm an agency, I'm an SI, I'm an ISV, whatever the dynamic sure. is. And I want to go to market with the same sales messaging your team has like do you just give them literally the playbook stamped with a partner logo on top or do you think differently around reframing that content for their benefit
1: i wish it was that easy uh, i don't think we just dropped the stamp <laughs> that on be it great? yeah and i think <laughs> stamp you it and yeah, go. yeah i think you alluded to it too about you know it's it's going to be most actionable and it's going to be most relevant and insightful if you have real world examples layered in and so sure again you have this you have the you have the experience in the walls of your organization but we we stress test and we get partner validation directly on a lot of the concepts as they're being drafted, right? Provisionally outlined, right? Kind of workshopped. Uh, and so another really important point of emphasis is leveraging partners themselves to also be subject matter experts, right? To help make sure that the messaging is aligned with what the partner experience is f- for your business, right? Uh, but then they can also share those real-world examples, right? Here is practical application. Of the concepts in that training, uh, and you know the the bonus here too is, well, what what resources did they develop to enable that? Right? Do they have any templates that that can be more shareable? And so you know, there's there's that element as well. But anyways, I would it's not so much a stamp, uh, but you do want to get partner validation on the concepts that you're trying to take from internal to partner facing, uh, and and you know that's the the key piece.
0: It's a rubber stamp, then yeah that that's right. sort of that's right. yeah, the approval, yeah. you know, it's interesting because you're talking about capturing the different audience components, the folks that are your constituents in terms of the people that will use it directly, those that have already used this resource or this knowledge to the benefit of your company. we're really talking about then, if I were to synthesize this, is the idea of taking your shared values and really putting a bullhorn behind it and saying this is what's important, this is how we go to market, this is how we work together. We've talked about the sort of foundations of where you start and some of the early ways to capture information. Next question I'm immediately thinking is how do I scale this? How do I take this from, you know, I've got one person I hire to do some L and D work and perhaps capture the voice of my customer. Maybe it's somebody in partnership or in concert with, you know, our RevOps team or whatever else it might be that's already got that tone, you know, in in some sort of data, some sort of um, NPS or whatnot. How do I scale that? What are some of the early things that I can do if I'm listening to you talk right now and saying, okay, cool, like I've got some of those foundations done. What do I do next? Is it about planning? Is it about roadmap? What are some of the levers that you've pulled? Because you've been here through a lot of the evolution of this, right? Give us that kind of background if you could. Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: I would say, yeah, right. It is a little bit of planning. It's a little bit of roadmapping. I think there's a few other things too. Um, I would say, you know, in order to scale, and if you're able to successfully start to build out a catalog, right, naturally, there's going to be a ton of opportunities on like, well, where do we go next? What's the next project? Uh, And so I think it's just as, as much... Uh, cl- uh, how important clarity is uh, or like where yeah. we should what we should do next it, like that's critically important but also being able to determine well what should be an omission what shouldn't we do next right and so anyways to more directly answer your question I think it's it's scaffolding alignment with your partner program but also the top level med- metrics at your organization right mutually assured success where and how do we see partners you know fitting into the long term, strategic objectives of our organization, and what sort of curriculum can we build now to help them, to pull them along and to do this, uh, again, to ensure mutually assured success. Um, And so prioritization and top level KPI alignment is critically important, right?
0: Yeah, I heard an expression years ago, you got to align your vectors. Yes. And that feels very fresh right here. It feels like very applicable to what you're describing in terms of building some of the foundational work as far as the early you know, go-to-market indicators—the things that you need. You need co-marketing, you need co-selling, co-servicing, whatever those motions are that you're trying to execute with your partners. The second piece sounded like now it's the the uh, better together stories you're capturing. It's the value around taking the things that are important in your organization and maximizing the ROI through the the you know volume that your partners can provide, and then prioritization and alignment. Favorite buzzwords: <laughs> alignment and such. But uh, at the end here, in terms of bringing all of these different components together to drive towards the common outcome, you're talking about putting this somewhere obviously we have our own academy solution others would build their own to that effect as well what about then you know as your your partners progress as they get more sophisticated how do you stay ahead of the curve like do you I can make the assumption and say you just keep listening to them but you as somebody who's leading this initiative you've got a team and whatnot are you thinking about this in terms of is it market research? Like, should I be going if I'm listening to this and saying, I need to go and, and check out like Jay McBain or somebody else who's got, you know, amplitude around and perhaps perspective on the future? Or is it better to listen to the folks that are closer to the problem, my own teams and my partners to capitalize on
1: that? Yeah. I think, you know, not to keep kind of soft answering to start, but I think it is, it's a little bit of both, right? Uh, uh, ideally, your partners are your greatest source of input, right? The intended audience, the learners are your greatest source of input. Hey, we have... Uh, Trouble hiring for X, or like there is a talent shortage around being able to deliver this type of work, right? And something like education should be uh, aiming to solve that gap, right? Um, But I think there's also a number of data points available in your organization, right? We want, you know, at HubSpot with Academy, we want partners to offer and make available the services that our end customers, right, are most frequently asking for or would find the most value in. And so, sure, we have some data points as to, well, what sort of requests come from our end customers? What type of help and support do they need? Uh, what's going to be the most valuable consideration uh, when looking to join in a new ecosystem or migrating to a new CRM? And so there's those types of data points that we, we take into account when determining, well, what is the next topic? Uh, and then I think you look at things like company roadmap, product roadmap, right? You have a fairly good sense as to where the product is going, right? I mean, again, we want to remain agnostic, but we know CRM customization is just so critically in, in, important for HubSpot as we look to the near future. And so how can we start to build education and learning experiences uh, to, to bring partners along on and, and to share that sort of emphasis, right? Uh, and fantastic. So, yeah, plenty, plenty of data yeah. points available to make those sorts of calls, right?
0: Yeah, but it's, what I'm hearing you say, just to kind of distill everything down, keep it really, really simple, you're talking about listening. Talk about paying attention, right? And I think it's really easy in whatever role today to make assumptions that are 500 feet down the road. I actually, I put up this thing the other day on, on LinkedIn, um, self-plug, forgive <laughs> me for those that are listening, but I was thinking a lot about, and I learned from my mentors years ago, this idea of how, f- like, how high are you flying? What's your perspective on the problem? And what I'm hearing you say is you're flying at a variety of different elevations. You're looking at a problem from 500 feet as you tactically go and develop the asset and the content, but then you zoom back up to you know, 30,000 feet and you're looking down the road and saying, well, what's the next priority, the next, you know, roadmap, the next important component as we think about building this mm-hmm. long term. So this has been awesome, my friend. This is why I wanted to bring you on. I loved your insights. Uh, if folks want to get in touch, they want to reach out, feedback, ideas, guidance or otherwise, where do they find you on the yeah. internet? Uh,
1: LinkedIn tends to be the best place to find me. Uh, uh, if you're on LinkedIn, you know, the the username HubSpot Kevin. Try to make it as easy as possible, but I think a good search, Kevin Dunn will, will pull me up. So uh, yeah, LinkedIn, chase me down. Happy to talk about Academy, our catalog, just, you know, anybody that wants to continue the discussion, LinkedIn is the place to go for sure.
0: I love it. I feel like I immediately have to go and change my LinkedIn handle because that is epic and fantastic. Before somebody take,
1: you know, Uh, I'll tell you this. I, uh, it was either HubSpot Kevin or Kevin bound, but I was like,
0: that's too... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. aggressive. I like it though. I, I'm in, I'm here for it. This has been fun, man. Honestly, I've enjoyed our conversation. Uh, thank you all for listening to another episode of Outcomes. Like, subscribe, and again, comment on uh, Apple for whatever reason that helps folks find us. And the more the merrier. I'm really trying to spread the message here. Share good tactical insights. And hopefully you all enjoyed this episode. Again, Kevin, it's been an absolute blast, my friend. And take care until next time.